Welcome to a day of prayer. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. Together, let's engage in relationship with Christ through prayer, faith, and His Word. Good morning. I'm Promise, and you're listening to Day of Prayer's Morning Bible Study. We're glad you could join us. But before we get into the Word, let's open up in prayer. Lord, I just thank you for today, and just thank you for providing for us, and just making where we know you, Lord. Lord, I also just thank you for becoming a covering for us, and that everything is just as you intended it. Lord, I also just thank you for just giving us promises. So that we can look forward to when we do what you want us to do. In the name of Jesus, amen. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, good morning and welcome, everybody. We're glad to have you with us as we continue our study on the Lord's house. And we just ask if you've been blessed by this or any of the previous teachings, that you would like them, that you would subscribe on any number of the platforms or you can find a day of prayer at and then also share it with someone else so they too can be blessed but most importantly that they can grow and develop in their relationship with our Lord and Savior so with that we are continuing our study and we're going to be discussing the goat's hair and uh, curtains and the ram and badger skins on the tabernacle or tent of meeting. So can I get a volunteer to read from Exodus 26 verses 7 through 14? I will. Alright, Layla. You shall also make curtains of goat's hair to be a tent over the tabernacle. You shall make 11 curtains. The length of each curtain shall be 30 cubits and the width of each curtain 4 cubits. And the eleven curtains shall all have the same measurements. And you shall couple five curtains by themselves, and six curtains by themselves. And you shall double over the sixth curtain at the forefront of the tent. You shall make fifty loops on the edge of the curtain that in oh, that is outermost in one set, and fifty loops on the edge of the curtain of the second set. And you shall make fifty bronze clasps. Put the clasps into the hoops, and couple the tents together that it may be one. The remnant that remains of the curtains of the tent, the half curtain that remains, shall hang over the back of the tabernacle. And a cubit on one side and a cubit on the other side of what remains of the length of the curtains of the tent shall hang over the sides of the tabernacle on this side and on that side to cover it. You shall also make a covering of ram skins dyed red for the tent and a covering of badger skins above that. Amen. Amen. Wow. So there's there's a lot in here, right? And what we've been discussing, and Dean, you brought this up in a, a previous podcast. There are there are so many patterns in this, and there's so much information. One that points us to Christ, and then two, how we are to live out our lives before Him. So, in discussing the the where we're at, right? We've moved beyond the linen curtains and now there are the curtains of goats here right and i find this interesting very specifically says to be a tent over 
the tabernacle. And then it says very plainly, you shall make 11 curtains. The length, oh, sorry. Yes, the length of each curtain, um, 30 cubits, and the width, 4 cubits. But the interesting about it says, you shall couple five curtains by themselves and six curtains by themselves. All right? So, as we know, there are no details, no small or insignificant details with the Lord, right? Mm -hmm. And we have, in this discussion, we've also been talking about numbers and what numbers typically represent in Scripture, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So it begins with 11, right? What does, does anyone know what the number 11 typically symbolizes in Scripture? No. Tell us any. Typically, it symbolizes disorder and chaos, right? 10 dealing with divine, uh, sorry, there's judgment and the law, right? Mm. Um, but 11 is the opposite of that and you can see that throughout scripture um, where Genesis 11 men rebelled against God right um, but also there were the uh, even a revelation right you have the the 10 horns and then there's the 11th one um, that comes up right yes um yeah, the eleventh horn of the ten horned beast that came up and then plucked up the other three horns, right? Uh sorry, that's in Daniel seven eight. Excuse me, not not Revelation. But then let's also look to the construction of this. They're not eleven straight pieces. He then describes it in two groups, five and six, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Five curtains and then six curtains. What did five represent? Grace. 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 What does the number six represent? The number of man. So, let's look at that message. Even in disorder, as a result of rebellion, right? Yes. He is still given grace to man. Mm -hmm. Does everybody get that? Mm -hmm. Yes. And... Where is the goat's hair placed? On top of the linen, but under the okay. ram skin dyed red. Within or underneath the, uh, sorry, the goat's hair was placed on top, exactly like you said, on top of the linen, which houses everything. All the furnishings for the tabernacle. Does it make sense? Yes. So just the Lord, and we talked about this when we began discussing the offerings for the, the tabernacle. How all these precious things, if we looked at it, were discussing the kingdom of heaven dwelling, and by the kingdom of heaven I mean God dwelling inside man. Does it make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. So he's given grace to man and to allow himself to dwell within us, which is his desire. Amen. 
has always been his desire to dwell within us. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. And not just that, but how were these? How was the curtain? Were the curtains of goat hair? Um, I'll say. Um, placed, or strung up, as it were. I'm sorry. Can you restate that, baby? Um, how were they? Uh, I'll say fashioned or put in place. With the loops, and then there's some left over that was used as kind of like a flap. It sounded like, or to hang over on this side or the other. With fit again, fifty loops, mm-hmm. which is what. Do you jubilee? Jubilee mm-hmm. and freedom and restoration of everything that had been taken. Yes. Amen. Yes. Okay. <laughs> that too given to man. Does that make sense? Everybody's yes. tracking so far? Mm-hmm. And then, um, and there are so many other things, but I, I want to cover, since we're on the, and discussing right now, how it pertains to us, right? Yes. I know there's only one verse, and that's verse 14, right? And there are two other things mentioned. The ram skins dyed red, and the badger skins, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And what did we say before red was representative of? The blood of Jesus. Okay. So now that we've already... T- good job, sir. Right? And we've been talking about how grace was given to man, represented in the goat's hair, right? Yes. But now you have his blood covering over us. Yes? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Okay. Washing us white as snow, or containing all those things, so we're purified. There's not the everything we've ever done is is covered, right? Yes. yes. And then bad it says badger skin, and we talked about this again when we were talking about the offerings. Badger skin typically refers to leather, right? So this is the protective covering, as it were, the outermost layer, right? For yes. waterproofing and to protect all the rest of the materials, which it it also says it's badger's skin, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Showing skin, not unlike us, you and I. Everything contained within us is protected, right? Yes. We are we are in fact waterproof. Yes. Yes. So yes. all this is covered and contained within us. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. The, the ram skin dyed red and the badger skin, that kind of reminded me of Jesus putting on flesh um, and coming into the earth and doing that to cover the sin and all of those things to bring restoration. So God, the enmity that was between us and God could be removed and we could come to him. Um, mm-hmm. unashamed and without hindrance. Amen. Amen. So I just want to bring up those points and um, I don't want to take over all the time. But I want to show again well, and there's, there's one more thing and um, if you will. In the covering of the tabernacle the four different layers it has been stated that the this represents 
within the, I'll say, again, design of the Lord, how we design the body, the head, is made up of four layers. Skull, dura mater, um, arachnoid, and uh, pi or pia matter, right? Which I found interesting because it's also, again, we said, points to and speaks to Christ, mm -hmm. right? And what does it say about Christ? He is the what? The head. But head the head of the body mm -hmm. and all things, right? John, real quick for yes, brother. Um, so all of us, we're looking at a uh, representation. Makes it a little easier for us to, to pick up on this. If you'll send an email to ministry at a org, we'll be happy to make sure you have that, make mm -hmm. that uh, visual reference that we have. Mm -hmm. Thank you, brother. But um, so just wanted to, to bring up those things, and now I want to open the floor for everyone to share with the Holy Spirit speaking, ministering to them, and to ask any questions that they have. All right? Okay. So who would like to begin? There is something that... Oh, did you want to go, Mr. Dean? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Layla. Um, something the Lord was sharing me this, with me this week when I was doing um, the book of Ephesians, and then it was talking about the armor of God and the different pieces. And then, Deb, when you mentioned the, the skull is meant to protect the brain, the, the body center of activity without the brain functioning, nothing else works properly. And then the Lord reminded me of how he was our covering. He protects the in, mm -hmm. inner functions so that the enemy can't come in and disrupt them and cause the body to fall apart and not function as it should. And how the and the different ways that the Lord does that, yes, it's through his word first and foremost and the things that he says to us. And then again, he did give us the armor of God. And in the armor, there was the helmet of salvation. And the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit were, was and is the word of God. And that's our best defense against the enemy. So God has given us both physically and spiritually a hedge of protection so the enemy can't come in and disrupt and create... Um, tumult and disorder like he wants to because we belong to him and we were sealed by his name mm -hmm. and we were given that that promise if you will that he would protect us and he would keep us and care for us god will amen the caveat however is that we stay in alignment with him we can't act like wild animals and sin and then go lord bless it dad you like to say sprinkle jesus dust on their sawdust which is some sawdust right he was a carpenter <laughs> yes we can't do that and expect it to work because that's the same thing Lucifer tried as well to sin and then go, Lord, you're just going to get in line with what I said. Not how that works. So the protection that God gives us has a purpose and has a role. And in addition to that, you also, I have a role to play in that Amen. as well. I can't, um, mama, you told me, uh, a lot more times than I can count about the woman that tears down her house with her own hands. A foolish and contentious woman tears their house down with their own hands. And it's not just contention, but a sinning anybody tears down their own protection that God has given them with their own hands, with their own actions. And then I've known, I know for myself, I've gone to look at God and go, Lord, why'd you take your hedge of protection away from me? He didn't. I destroyed mm. it. And so now it was missing. 
and then he had to take time to restore that and during that process of restoration now because the hedge wasn't there the enemy could come in and so whichever seeds of nasty wickedness he wanted to tears uh-huh. tears that's a good mm-hmm. word and and because of that it set me back and so instead of being built up some more and encouraged some more and growing further in the lord now we've got this time lapse this gap that we've got to make up for to then start again to continue moving forward so just an encouragement for our listeners always be on the lookout for the lord and what mm-hmm. he says to you and tune mm-hmm. your ears in like on a radio mm-hmm. to hear him when he speaks mm-hmm. and you want it crystal clear right nobody wants to listen to fuzz on the radio <laughs> right yes okay i have a question for you yes dad so with that how are we supposed to live out our lives in a manner that is pleasing in the words of Paul, walk worthy of the calling with which you were called. Mm-hmm. Listen and be obedient. If you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the good of the land. Okay. When he speaks, don't push him away and go, no, I, I can't do that or find any and every excuse why you can't do something. Or you just flat out don't listen to him because you don't like what he said because he told the truth. Mm-hmm. But when he comes to you. Be sensitive to him. You should want him to come to you as that still small voice, not thunderings and lightnings and earthquakes because you just won't listen. Mm-hmm. But let him come to you when he does. Don't push him away. Just like um, what you and mommy have taught me. When wisdom comes knocking at my door, whether it's through my brothers or Mr. Dean or you and mommy, when he comes, don't push him away because that causes him to now have to come another way and have to, uh, I wouldn't say rough me up but go hey and get my attention when he could just speak to me myself and you have pointed out before dad that when he sends somebody else that means i've already not listened when he came to me myself Mm. himself so there are ways and there are things that you must be sensitive to in the spirit for you to hear him it's a wonderful answer so there in verse eight there are two additional numbers that I did not cover yet. And talking about the curtains, the goat hair curtains, says the length shall of each curtain shall be 30 cubits, right? And the width, four cubits, right? Yes. Does anybody know what those numbers mean or represent in scripture? No. <laughs> 30 cubits typically refers to dedication or commitment to a task or calling. So the number 30? Yes. Not the cubits part, but just the number 30. The number 30, (laughs) right? So for our lives, we are to be dedicated, right? Yes. Jesus was approximately 30 when he entered into his ministry to fulfill his calling, right? Mm -hmm. That's why we're talking about the the house of the Lord. He is, he is it, right? It is representative of yeah. him. So we'll start yes. there. But isn't that also what he instructed everyone that would call upon his name? Joshua, right? Be strong and courageous, right? Be dedicated yes. to the work he called them to do, yes? Mm-hmm. Same yes. with Jeremiah, yes. regardless of the situation or circumstances. Mm-hmm. Anybody know what four represents? No. No. Praise. So, four represents praise. So, for our entire life of 
being dedicated to fulfill the purpose and the calling the Lord has placed on your life, it should be done in praise, right? Or thanksgiving. Yes. Because what? What does Scripture say? That is our reasonable service of worship. Of worship. Isn't that how Christ lived out his life? To be pleasing to the Lord? That the Father yes. would be glorified? Yes. yes. And he is our pattern and example for how we should walk and carry out our lives. So it amplifies everything that, or what you said was a great answer, Layla. It was wonderful. And it's also covered in here. Yes? Yes. yes. It just augments what you were saying or what you were saying amplifies what is already contained in this section. So good job. And just to add a, a New Testament reference to that about being committed to the mm -hmm. plan of God um, and then how God responds to that, how he sees it. Um, Hebrews chapter 10, uh, verses 38 and 39. It says, mm -hmm. now the just shall live by faith, mm -hmm. but if anyone draws back, my soul has no pleasure in him. But we are not of those who draw back to perdition, but to those who believe to the saving of the soul. So the, the commitment, once we start our journey with God, that we will finish the work and we will endure to the end. And as we do that, the reward for us is the saving of our soul um, in this lifetime, but also in the one to come with eternal life. God is who he is and he's exactly who he says he is. He is a gracious and merciful God and is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him and a rewarder of those who finish the course mm -hmm. because that's yes. important. Amen. What else? <clears throat> you know, I'm, I'm looking at the, the, the picture that we have up here and um, I'm not sure if my thoughts are accurate, um, but there's some interesting things. Um, you know, because of being a contractor and some of the things that I have experienced in my life and some of the things I've had to do, first and foremost, uh, just logistically, the aspect of spreading these uh, coverings over mm -hmm. and uh, transporting these. Um, so, you know, uh, <laughs> to give you a visual. So just imagine uh, if you've ever put on a, a, a full leather jacket <laughs> and you feel how heavy it is. Uh-huh. <clears throat> imagine... Trying to pick up 10 leather jackets at one time. Imagine <laughs> pick up 20 leather jackets at one time. The weight of that. Imagine having to have this canvas that is, uh, is approximately what? Uh, what is it? Four, you said four, four by 30, right? It's four cubits by 30 cubits. That's just for the, goat, the one for goat's hair. Right, mm -hmm. but that, that's six by 45 feet. Six mm -hmm. feet by 45 feet. Right. Imagine having to... Times Fold 11. Up, roll it up, whatever it is. <laughs> um, push, and, uh, you're, times yeah, 11. Times 11. But just think about the one. Just We've got to transport mm -hmm. it. So we have to. And, of course, this is, these, this is the temple of God, right? So we're just going to just drop this thing on the dirt. Oh, no. Right? I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we didn't just lay it down on the dirt to do it. I mean, so we mm -hmm. had to. Like, a, you've, you've seen a ceremony when they fold a flag and how precise mm -hmm. it is. I'm sure there was a, something to be done with that. The sheer weight and the number of people that it would take mm -hmm. to move that. Um, from an air conditioning standpoint, <laughs> I believe if I'm if I'm reading the scripture right and understanding scripture right and remembering scripture right, and this is where I may need some correction, but um, the cloud was always over 
correct? During the day. Mm-hmm. Amen. So it shielded it from the sun. If yes. you were inside of that thing and the sun was shining on it, 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 I don't care if it was 20 degrees outside, it would be a hot box in a matter of minutes. Absolutely. And we don't have reference to covering of the ground. So we can assume the ground would have been open and it would have been a dirt floor. Again, we assume we have to be careful when we make assumptions about God's word. But if that's the case, then any residual moisture that's trapped in the ground while the heat was in it, it, it would have been like a humidor in there as well mm-hmm. because of all the moisture that's getting trapped because of the heat that's trying to evaporate out of the ground. It would just been horrific. Had the cloud not been over, you would not have been able to be, be in there. I mean, if, mm-hmm. the, if we're, we're in the desert, I mean, again, winter or summer, I don't care what the temperature was, the mm-hmm. sheer sun beating down on that would have, any time of year would have made it unbearable to have been in there without the cloud covering it. So right. about it. And then, then I, I, I got to believe that there, the, I used to always think, well, oh, like the, the ram skin or the badger skin, that was there to keep it waterproof. And I'm, I guess there's a component to that. Mm-hmm. But if it had rained on that, they would have never been able to lift it up. And it would have mildewed and it would have soiled and it would have been – how? what kind of clothesline are you going to hang that thing on to dry it out? So I, I got to believe that it was covered, <laughs> that although there may have been a waterproof element to it, I don't know that it rained on it. I got to believe that it, I, I don't know how they would have managed it had it done it. So that's, I'm just like, you know, because of what I do, I'm like, man, how would I accomplish that? What would I do about that? How would I, you know, trying to move all these things and put them together. I have a friend that does a lot of uh, stage lighting for churches and stuff, mm-hmm. and I've helped them with some of the rigging and all. Mm-hmm. You have to use devices just to lift the curtains up on a, on a stage mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they're so heavy. The, they're so big. What they're hung to has to be so strong and so supportive because the weight is just way more than what you you, know, you think. Oh, it's just hanging up a curtain. But when you've got one that big, it's a lot of weight. So mm-hmm. just God's you design that like the pillars and the posts and the way he set them up and the way they interlock together, the engineering components of this to make it all happen and be able to be managed and what just... I could, I could keep going. I just... Uh, Amen. Anyway, I just think it's phenomenal. It's God's incredible. design, God's intention... God's provision is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Amen. I, w- I was thinking about not quite as, I mean, I'm not a contractor, so, but I was so <laughs> impressed by God knowing that it needed to be just this long so we could hang towards the ground the way he wanted and not let things come in or, you know, all the details and specifications. And he knew that there would be enough to hang over and make a flap. I'm just like, wow, God. I mean, I was, I was taken aback by that. And I didn't even have all the information you have, Dean, to know that kind of stuff. So I'm extra like, I'm just so impressed with God. Just so impressed with his majesty and his, his deity and his completeness. And he, in all of this, he made a way, knowing his righteous requirement, he made a way for us to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. And to not violate him and not find ourselves on the wrong side of a spiritual law that we may not have been aware of. Like you were saying, that dropping it on the ground and treating it as common. God is to be reverenced. And everything that is associated with him is to be reverenced. That touches him. is It's his. And it's holy to him. And so he thought about the poles to carry it. And I mean, just the the detail that he went into knowing, first of all, who he is and what his godhead his godness requires to be reverenced as holy and then also how we would be able to interact with him mm-hmm. without coming to harm without being separated from him i just appreciate that i just appreciate Amen. that so much about him well and the 
you bring up a great thing about um, even the the Rams um, skins, right? So again, we we've said how all of this points to Christ, mm-hmm. right? And we, you can look back talking about um, Abraham and Isaac, what, the and when the ram in the bush. Okay, he was looking for a sacrifice, mm-hmm. and he said, "The Lord will provide." Amen. What did he provide? He provided a ram. Rams are also in Scripture known for their strength, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, what did we say the first, or not the first, what did we say the law of the temple was? Love the Lord with all your heart, soul, No, 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 no. The law of the temple is the whole mountaintop is holy, right? Mm -hmm. Psalm 14 uh, says that, um, uh, Psalm 114, excuse me, talks about, uh, the power of God and his deliverance of Israel. It says the mountains skipped like rams and the little hills like lambs. It says it twice. It says it in verse 4 and it also says it in verse 6. O mountains that you skipped like rams O little hills like lambs. Right? So it talks about strength. It talks about the um, talking about the immense strength of the Lord to carry out what he was called to do. Also, rams in scripture, especially as it pertains to the tabernacle, what were they used for? Offerings, I believe. Oh. Do you know which types? Um, I believe blood offerings. I'm not sure though. Burnt offerings, peace offerings, and it was... Uh, also used as a trespass offering. Again, being the offering, why it's dyed red, right? It's the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. Covering, again, as we were talking about with the badger skins. Man, grace given to... So, the blood was grace given to man to cover his rebellion. Everybody got that? Mm -hmm. Because that is vital. But it was also the Lord showing how he was going to do it already. Again, these are, these were types and shadows of, of things to come. Mm-hmm. And what he had intended to do from the beginning for us so we can re-enter the heavenly community and spend our eternity with our Lord and Savior. Amen. 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 Well, let's pause there for today. And can I get a volunteer to close out in prayer, please? I will. Lord, I just thank you, Lord. I just thank you for giving us the intricate details of what you have for us in your life, Lord. And giving us the plan so that way we can honor you in every aspect of our life and every decision we make, Lord. And Lord, we also just thank you that you continue to show us the way that you want us to go, Lord, and to give us your Holy Spirit that goes before us goes before us and shows us what the path we are supposed to take and what is pleasing to you lord in jesus's name amen in jesus name amen amen well we love you god bless you and have a wonderful day we hope you've enjoyed listening to a day of prayers morning bible study 
This year, Pastor John and I are believing for 1,000 new partners to believe God with us and join in the work of the ministry. God is doing great things through a day of prayer, and we want you to be a part. If the Lord has placed on your heart to partner with us, please contact us online at adayofprayer.org. Click on the menu and select Partner. Complete the form, and we'd love to hear from you. Thank you again. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to A Day of Prayer. We trust the Lord that you are strengthened and encouraged in your relationship with Christ. Visit us on our website, adayofprayer.org, where you can check out our blog, find additional study resources, or shop the official A Day of Prayer store. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but through me. So until next time, take care and God bless you.